Welcome to Front Porch Confessional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode number 15. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my front porch. So glad uh, that you are tuning in and listening wherever you are. Uh, I don't know, maybe you're in a car, maybe some people tell me that they actually are crazy enough to listen to this podcast while they're putting their makeup on uh, or getting ready in the morning uh, or going for a jog or a walk. I have people that come up to me all the time and go, hey, I listen to you on my drive into work or I listen to you on a jog or hey, I listen to you while taking my kids to school. That one for me is like, yes, I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Wherever you are, wherever you're listening, thank you so much. So glad that you're checking this thing out. Uh, again, a reminder, I like to pop in here every once in a while. The thing that I, I would love most is I love that you're listening to this is I would love for you to take the next step, like dig into these passages a little deeper. If you get one of these uh, podcasts that really reaches out to you, maybe one of these passages that really convicts your heart, dig in, dig in a little deeper. And then I would also request like send send some of these off to your friends. Um, one, uh, it could be a, an encouragement to them, but it also helps uh, to continue us spreading scripture, spreading um, uh, thoughts that we could grow and learn together. That's why I started it. I started it to try to get uh, just a, a get scripture, get ideas, get thoughts going and start conversations. And we can start dreaming and imagining what it is that God has for us together as we dive in and learn. Uh, this passage, uh, so excited, uh, a really pretty famous passage. Um, we did another podcast. I, can't, I, I don't remember which one it was, but the, this this version of, of this passage has been done in other uh, verses, and uh, but this psalm is kind of like the OG. It's the original, but Psalms forty six ten, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. I was uh, thinking about um, a, I don't know six months ago. Uh, it was August. And we were driving Ben uh, to college. So we drive Ben to college and we drop him off, which was really hard. You know, I had dreaded that moment for a whole year. And I think I just had mixed feelings. I had these feelings of like, I'm so excited for him. We're so proud of him. And then I had these other moments like, I just, I just can't imagine life without him. Like I can't imagine life without him in our house. And, you know, our family's our, our, is our family's close and we've been through a lot. We've had some really hard times. And so I don't know, just the idea of dropping him off and he's, you know, six hours away, five hours away. It's just like, man, that was just an overwhelming thought. So we drop him off. We're getting in the car and Patty and I drive home and we're driving home and it's, and Patty and I, we're cool with this, but it was just really quiet really quiet in the car. You know, she was quiet. I was quiet. We'd have little moments where we would talk here and there. But for the most part, we spent the good part of five hours just being quiet. You know, sitting in the car and I'm driving through the Arizona desert on the way back to California. And I start having these overwhelming thoughts that I've missed it. Um, and I wasn't hard on myself, but I was going... You know, Ben's 19, and it went so fast. It just went so fast, and I, I think I missed out on moments with him, like relational moments, like moments that 
I could have been more intentional. I could have listened better. Or, you know, I just, you, you go through the gamut of their lives. You start thinking like, that went so fast. What happened? And I, you know, I started having these regrets, really regrets. And I don't regret a lot, you know, like I, I tend to kind of, repent and move on or whatever but I just had this overwhelming feeling like that went so fast and we I've heard that from people like when you're dropping your kid off or some kind of significant moment like that they get married or whatever but I had that and I just felt like that went so fast and that we love him so much and and you, you know how that you, you don't realize how important it is until it's gone and and that's what it felt like not that Ben's gone but that version of how we did life together, it's gone. It's past. And now he's moving into this new form of life, this adulthood, and we're so excited for him. But as I started thinking about this passage and I started thinking about that moment with Ben, I, I started thinking like, how many of us have really reflected on how, how fast life seems to be going? Have you ever thought about that? Like, have you recently thought, like sat back and went like, why does life seem to be going so fast? Like it's cruising by. Like it wasn't that long ago that I was in college, you know? And, and, and now, oh my gosh, Patty and I've been married for 21 years. I've, I've been out of college for 24, like 24 years or 23 years, something like that. Like that's insane. Like that, that whole idea is just absolutely insane. How many of you thought like, oh my gosh, so right now it's February the 7th. Right. How many of you have you thought like the new year went? So, where did January go? Like 31 days went that fast, went so fast. And you're like, what is happening to 2020? Like it's going so fast. But the question I think I'm working through is like in the midst of busyness, in the midst of fast, in the midst of all that stuff, what's really being sacrificed? What's really going on? And what's this passage trying to help us get after? What's really being sacrificed a lot of times is relationship, right? If life is moving so fast and it's just cruising by, I wake up and I'm like, man, what is happening? And, and, and that was what I was reflecting on with Ben. It's like what, what I really missed out on was that maybe some of that deeper relationship uh, with him. And then I started thinking about life and my relationship with God. I was like, oh man, that's being sacrificed in the in the midst of busyness. And see, I think a lot of people love this passage, including myself, uh, because they think it's about slowing life down, right? They think like, stop moving so fast, right? Remember that God is in control, right? And all those things are, are, are true and they're all correct. But we've forgotten, I think, the most important thing that I think he's trying to help us pull out in this passage. It's about relationship. This passage is in the context of like a lot of chaotic things are going on. Things aren't going right. Right. And he's like, Hey, be still and know that I am God. Right. This is a relational declaration, right? A relational declaration that says in Genesis uh, two, I, I formed you like I created you, right? The psalmist is coming back in Psalms 119 to remind us, I knit you together in your, or sorry, yeah, one, 139. Oh gosh, I'm sorry. I think it's one, yeah, 139. Uh, I knit you together in your mother's womb. I, I, I'm in charge of that. I knit you together in your mother's womb. Like, like if you think about that, he created us. And then when we failed, when we sinned in Genesis 3, 
He came to us. If you read that passage, it's so beautiful. He clothed us. Even in the midst of our sin, he clothed us. He sent his son Jesus to die for us. And not only that, he resurrected him from the grave. Why? To restore relationship. It's always been about relationship. And I, 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 what I find really interesting about this particular passage is that it's in the context of a lot of craziness going around, right? And it's like, pause, be, be I love, do I'm really good at, right? I'm really at doing, but he's like, be still, be still with me, be still with me. Slow down. What's happening on this front porch for me, and I mean this sincerely, it's about being. It's not about doing. And I fight it all the time because here's the thing. Like I've said before, like I have devotionals. I have um, some, you know, this scripture I'm reading through and I'm journeying, journaling through. And a lot of times what I'll find myself, and I don't know if you have this too, but like I find out like, man, I feel like I'm just doing a lot. Like, and I get caught, like, even when I'm praying, like a lot of times I'll I'll get into prayer and I'll go, oh my gosh, I'm, 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 I'm starting to speed up. Like, or I'm starting to like, it starts to become inauthentic or I'm just kind of following a pattern. Um, I'm doing prayer. I'm not being with him in prayer. Does that make sense? Like I'm not present with him. I'm not sitting down here and I'm realizing you're right here with me and I need to be still. I need to be still. I need to calm down. You know, sometimes when I'm surfing, I'll be out there surfing and I find myself becoming very productive in surfing, right? I'm analyzing the waves and I'm trying not to drown. Like I'm going through all these things, right? And sometimes I have to tell myself, just be still out here. You know, I'll see a good set come in, right? And and the immediate thing I think, right? When I see a good set come in is I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. Here we go. And sometimes I feel God go, you don't need to take that wave. You need to take that wave. I'm like, but God, if I don't take that wave, I might miss out on something amazing, right? That wave, like somebody else is going to catch that wave. and They're going to be like, that was the best wave of my life. He's like, no, you don't have to take it. Just be still out here. So sometimes I'll just sit out in the ocean for 15 or 20 minutes out of my surfboard and I'll just be still. How bizarre. I'm like, everyone's watching me. They're like, why is he even in the water? Does he know how to surf? All the insecurities start bubbling up, right? And we can do that no matter where we are. And he's like, just be still. Just be. But we are wired for production. We are wired for doing. And this is the problem. When we do, not that doing's bad, but when we do, so often we forget to be. To be, and we forget in the doing so often we forget the being, and when we forget the being so often we forget the relational part of following after God. Like even in this passage, it's like, be still and know that I am God. And we're going, oh yeah, that's right. If I be still and I know that he's God, then dot, 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 dot. And he's like, no, I just want to be with you. I want you to remember that I'm not just some agnostic being up in the, in the stratosphere, like manipulating things when I feel it appropriate. No, he's a relational God who came to us, restored that relationship with us. He is created a way for us to continue to have relationship with him in eternity by his son, not only by his son's death, but his son's resurrection. 
And he has sent the spirit, the helper to be with us. We are the temple of God. The spirit of God lives in us. And what he's saying is be still, spend time with me. Let me speak to you and please speak to me. Be in relationship with me. That's what I desire. It's my greatest desire. I just want to know you. Here, here's what, here, here's this beautiful thought. He wants to know you. He knows you, but he wants to know you. And he wants you to know him relationally. Think of all the sacrifice he's done in order for that relationship to be made right. So that we can, as Hebrews says, boldly go before the throne of God. So much sacrifice. So much intentionality. Slow down. Relax. Life is passing so by, by, by so fast, and what's being compromised is relationship. I, I talk to so many people who say, I want to spend time with God. I'm just so busy. And I would say, God's not the problem. The busyness is the problem. What is the busyness adding to your life? Just like in Matthew 6, what is anxiety adding to your life? What is busyness adding to your life? Slow down. Slow down doesn't mean doing, stop doing things. What it means is remember who you're in relationship with. And so I had this moment where I was going on a walk and I was just, I, it was, I think last year I had gotten back from India and Kenya and I was just going for like a 3 a.m. walk because I was wide awake. And I remember feeling like, God, what would you say to me? And I instantly felt slow down, which that has been pretty normal for me. And, and I've said that multiple times throughout this episode. And the immediate next thought is going, no, slowing down is not, not the solution. So it's even for you, uh, slowing down is not the solution. The solution is pace. The next word that God gave me was pace. And I thought, oh, pace. And then I was like, oh my gosh, for most of my life, I have been outpacing where God has me. He said, he, I, I was like, I have to move forward. I have to press forward. I have to accomplish. I have to be a somebody. He's like, not yet. Just be here with me. And I'll take care of that. I know what's going on out there. Just be here with me. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. I got to go do this. I got to go accomplish. And I realized what he was saying is stay in step with me. Stay in stride with me. Get in pace with God. What does it mean for you to get in pace with God? Like, are you just running so hard that you're out of pace with God? And maybe your soul is just longing and craving that relationship with him. He's like, be still and know that I'm God. Remember, it's me. I've always been here. I'll never leave you and I won't forsake you. Because when we are busy, we will struggle with relationship with God. And if we struggle with relationship with God, we will struggle with everything else. I think that's a phenomenal insight. When we are busy, we will struggle with relationship with God. And if we struggle with relationship with God, we will struggle with everything else. It's why in the context of this particular passage, like, yeah, there's a lot of people who are coming up against you. Don't forget who's in charge. Don't forget to be in relationship with me. So what do you need to do to be still in order to deepen your relationship with God? What do you need to do to deepen your relationship with God? So, as we are still with you, may we sense your presence like never before. Oh, Heavenly Father, as we are still with you, may we sense your presence like never before. So, 
take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to your own, to your own heart. Until next time.